0: Hey, folks! Glad you're with us, the Light the Lamb podcast. This is always a great treat for me. Brian, blessing in Las Vegas, Cam Stewart, hanging out. near Toronto. I always—I should just say, Mississauga. You know, yeah, uh, no, I, 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 yeah, only,
1: yeah it's the know. same thing, Brian. But the thing is, you know, most people like you're 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 a guy in the know. So for somebody like living down, you know, in California or whatever, but basically just to say. I'm in the suburbs of Toronto like I can get down to the the the, the, the air where the leaves play air Canada Center in 1520 minutes. Like, it's close.
0: Yeah. Well, they'd be like saying, hey, it's, hi, I'm, uh, you know, Brian, I'm in Tonawanda. Wanda, but, yeah. It's like, no, yeah, you what, live in Buffalo. Yeah, what's, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah I know. What, but Mississauga, <laughs> the population of Mississauga's got to be what? Oh, it's a, mil, it's a,
1: mil, a million uh, plus. Well, yeah, million million insane. About a, yeah, you, the people do you not
0: give that place <laughs> Exactly.
1: And if you look, it's so funny when you watch hockey games too, Brian's like, oh, he's from the Toronto area. They never say Mississauga. Like, all these guys, like, half of the Islanders team, like, used to grow up around me. Like, uh, Sezikis was like a rugby player. In the school down the street, and you know, I know boys, uh, boys who used to play in the league stage in Koliakovo who likes you. You know, a lot of these guys they grew up they grew up in the area, right? So, uh, well, let me I,
0: let me ask you, when when I was a kid growing up, northeastern Pennsylvania, I'm from Wilkesbury, right? right? Mm-hmm. And people say, oh yeah, he's, he's up up from you know Scranton Wilkesbury or Scranton. Like, no, I'm from Wilkesbury. It's like you know, there was this different like, places. No, That's no, right. a <laughs> rivalry. I mean, it was a rivalry. Yeah. It was, is Mississauga Toronto? Is there a love fest? Or is oh, no, an they're inferiority not. Inferiority complex. Yeah,
1: it's an inferiority complex, but it's kind of like the Vegas Golden Knights. Mississauga, Brampton's our, our hated rival. Like, that's like you guys in San Jose in the past. Like, Mississauga hates Brampton, and we <laughs> both hate Toronto. <laughs>
0: There you go. I was exactly.
1: Wondering. See, now you get, that's the thing, like, people don't understand. It's a million, it's a million plus. Like, we could get, honestly, they can bring in, they can talk about an NHL team in Markham, which is about 40, mm-hmm. 35, 40 minutes north. Mississauga has a, like, an OHL, Ontario Hockey League team. They could sustain an NHL team because think about all the cities that are close. If they ever brought one, they, they, they need a new arena. Like, they have the Hershey Center for, you know, OHL hockey, but they could easily, easily maintain a, a hockey know, franchise. It's used- no brainer.
0: I used to make that drive all the time. Yep, from you Buffalo did. to Toronto. How's the QEW these days? Anybody oh,
1: <laughs> I mean, and I'll tell you something, Brian. I and you know me and my luck. Like I, I always had a dream that like I'd hit a hit a pothole and like go over the bridge on the Burlington Skyway. So I actually try to avoid driving on the QEW as much as I can. It's probably the one of the people talk about like bad highways. It's one of the worst in, like. North America,
0: hands down. It, it, was one of, it was it uh, was, we will move on here, but it was, yeah, we, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. Was like, what the hell are these guys talking no, about? here? No one, one <laughs> night, it, it was a Mike Tyson fight, right? Yeah. And I was working I was going to the big races at Woodbine, uh, the next day on a Sunday. Amazing. So I, I could, I had a, you know, a place they put me up, I'm going up to Toronto, but I said, I'm going to stay home and watch the fight with my kid. So I'd leave it like, you know, 1130. 12 o'clock at night, it's like a 90-minute ride, right? And I'll, yep. I'll go I'll – watch. It. well, I get on the QEW. It's the most thing, unbelievable thing I've ever seen. About half an hour out of Toronto, the traffic stops. I mean, nonstop. Oh, and I know. It is It is stopped and shut down, right? I sat there for 45 minutes, dead nothing.
1: Yeah, not I'm moving.
0: And then all of a sudden – clean 75, 75 miles an hour like nothing ever happened oh me. no brian i'll tell
1: you we like, will get onto this but remember that time i visited you with the rika vodka and all that stuff the same thing like literally that trip to buffalo should take about like 90 minutes it took me like three hours same thing and i had a panic attack like the, the traffic wasn't moving for like a, a buck 15 and then like yeah no it's the worst road going but you know, we got a lot of things to talk about, buddy, I and know, buddy. Uh, yeah, let's we'll, we'll start the, things the off road, with, the, with Tim the, Peel and the raft. Don't you think we should go there first? Yeah, it's anyway, a big we, deal. I could do the
0: professional segue and say the road to the playoffs.
1: No, but the
0: Tim the Tim Peel thing. I mean, he was known for you know taking a shot in the cookies that went off him and into the net. But no, come on, this guy's in the league forever. He's going to retire. Yeah. And let me let me throw something at you. You may not have seen this. Okay, Tim Peel, this is for those who don't know, Nashville and Detroit are playing, and Peel calls a penalty on Nashville. During a commercial break, the Nashville broadcast picks Peel up, talking to, I guess, the linesman or the other ref, said, I wanted to give Nashville an effing penalty early in the period. There wasn't much there, but I wanted to give Nashville a penalty early in the period. Now... That sentence is horrific. It is and from the integrity, and they say you're done. You know, you're, he was retiring. Now, Bob McKenzie said this on the NBC broadcast. I don't know if you heard this. Okay, and he said, you know, it's a game management thing. It wasn't like he was being this. I'm trying to cost Nashville the game. You know, the old makeup call in the NHL cam, you and I grew up with it back yes, in the we day did. with Carrie Frazier and Bruce Hood. I go way back. Yeah, Paul me too. Stewart and the guys before helmets, and one were run referee, not two. And up there'd be a call that was sketchy, and you'd literally say, Okay, you know, you can just you had a egg timer going, when's the makeup call coming? That was always commonplace. The thing is, they've done a good job that you don't notice it so much. They don't do it as much anymore. But Bob McKenzie said there's a faction of GMs. There were some players that said, yeah, that was wrong. There were several players he talked to that say they had no issue with it. There were several general managers that they talked to that said they had no issue with it, that it's basically what he was doing was game management, that he was just getting it to the point where – if he thought there was something earlier in the game, he was leveling the playing field and then, you know, probably tucked the whistle away in the third period. So as horrific as it sounds, there were many people inside the game didn't think it was that big a deal.
1: Listen, Brian, and I respect you and Bob McKenzie, like probably more than anybody in the hockey world, because there's a lot of guys I think that just don't know anything, but I'm going to totally disagree. There's an integrity factor here and well, there's, well, and, and, and you, uh, yeah, I'm no, no, I, you I, know, you I, I no, I told, I, and I get that. And I'm just going to say this, you can't do that. I don't care. We know about the even up calls, nothing like that can be said. And then you've got all these it, it, like social media, right? Like you've got guys like Rovell and all these Twitter guys who got millions of followers. They're going out there go, going and bringing this to attention of other gamblers, other people. The bottom line is hockey. They can't have that on them. Tim Donaghy, Tim Peel. It's like that's you cool. hear the name. It's just, we've talked All about right. And me and you don't know from a different angle. It's funny listening to these idiots on TV talk about, oh, yeah, this and this. We gamble. So that's, that's the story going. We need to know that the game's on the up and up. And I don't care about the even call. It was stupid. And by the way, uh, you, let it let doesn't me even exist this. anyway. It's ridiculous. Call the game properly. If another team has six friggin' power plays in a row, it's maybe because they're playing better. That's the issue that I you, have with the know,
0: whole damn sport. Well, conceptually, what the way Bob McKenzie said it, mm-hmm. I like I, Bob too. I don't have an issue with it. I I, I know where he's coming from. I do but, too. But, okay, but here's where it was way wrong. Did you see the play? It was yeah. nothing. It I mean, was. He, he honestly. He it was guy, nothing. He, he, <laughs> it's it's you know, not even he, looked at. It, it would be one of those things where if. There was a situation where you go, yeah, you could call it or let them play. You know, it's one of those, oh, they're letting them play. Situation. That's or, the point. Or it, it could have been a penalty. But it's one of those things, as long as you're calling the game consistently all night long, then you can live with it. But that was not a penalty. It was like it was, you're sitting there going, what was that? And then you hear the guy say what he said. I mean, if if it was a marginal thing that it could have been a penalty, you could live with it and understand what he was saying. It, it, but but the way it plays out, it's like he was trying to cost Nashville the game. And that's not what he was doing. I understand but, that. But it was horrific.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, let's not feel sorry for Tim Peel. He's been a referee since 1999. The NHL is going to hook him up when it's, when it's all over at the old uh, keg party at the end of the year. It's like, listen, buddy, you gave us great years of service. It was a mistake. As human beings, we make mistakes. But this just tells me he's not the only one. This is happening – and because of COVID, he got caught on a hot mic. All these guys yes. think that way, and that's a problem. So let's put, that, let, let's put this in perspective. And I have a real problem with hockey, even watching the game last night, Brian. It's funny. I ended up watching the Kings-San Jose game instead of uh, the Canadian games because uh, I didn't want to screw around with my fire stick and be like 20 seconds behind. I want to watch the mm-hmm. game live. It's hilarious. I'm in Canada, and I get, I get more U.S. games. So I'm watching the Kings and Sharks. And at the end of the game, uh, there was a hit by Jeff Carter – on oh, i the sure that I thought was clean.
0: It was clean. It was and that's clean. what I'm talking
1: about. It was a damn clean hit from the side. And they were talking e- about ejecting this guy, suspending this guy. This is the problem with hockey. Now that guys are getting hurt. Referees are like automatically calling a penalty guys. Uh, these, uh, these are the things you have to look at. It was uh, like, I'm looking that at was the
0: weirdest damn play. It was it, so it, stupid. Man. Car- Carter hit him from the side. It was a great it, hit. And, the, great and the, hit. The, weird, the weird thing was, but I'm watching the – see, I don't know which broadcast you were watching. I was yeah, watching – I was watching
1: NBCSC or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, yeah, that okay,
0: was. yeah, Okay, you know what? You're right. It was an NBC broadcast, but it was, I believe, the San Jose announcer. Yes, it was. And, yeah. and, and the guy goes, oh, yeah, well, his stick got him. I'm looking at no, it. No, his stick didn't of, touch got, him at I mean, all. <laughs> but if you if you watch that, he was hurt. Before he hit the ice. Exactly. He threw his head big, like he just popped a shoulder or something out. It was weird, but it was a nothing burger. And this, this is what
1: we're talking about, though, Brian. These are the things that you need to review. We talk about the glass plays. Penalties on guys that are – it's a fast game. It's not like the old days where guys used to go on the bike and smoke and we crack jokes about it. It is happening at a rapid pace. These athletes are the best they've ever been. No offense to Wayne Gretzky, Gila Lafleur, and stuff like that. It's a different time, different equipment, different game, and these guys are like racehorses out there. It's hard for the referees, but you can still correct the problem. Don't
0: assume. Here's the funny thing. Just like Peel was trying to manage the game, the NHL is doing the same thing. Yes. They're, no, they're managing the situation because what McKenzie said, and again, I, you know, listen, this guy did a lot. of. You got all the inside mm-hmm. chatter about this. He said, peel did not get fired. He basically is not, their wording was he is not refereeing any games now or in the future. He was going to retire. So in essence, he's getting paid. Yes. And he, he's going to get his pension. And what, McKenzie said that the real belief was it, because it was him and he was retiring, that th- they had an easy out to drop the anvil on him. But they said if this was a 33-year-old referee, they said the guy would have got suspended for a couple of weeks.
1: Oh, for sure. For so, sure. So they really dropped
0: the rock on him.
1: They did, but you know what they, the rock needed to be dropped on him, unfortunately, these are the times we 're living in now brian i 'm not rolling up to a burger king with an envelope of money and meeting Giuseppe in, in, in his fierro to pay him gambling this stuff 's everywhere like you know what I mean and you, and these turkeys who don 't even gamble are involved in the business now me and you 've been do- Brian you met from the day you met me you saw me i 'm burning up felt at every casino in Vegas, like gambling is a part of my DNA. I've done it since I was a kid putting on the green, sneaking on the golf course, playing for double bubble, playing for allowance money. This is what we do. So now that everybody and their mother's involved in this stuff, you need integrity. And no offense, Peel, like you got to be smarter than that. I know every referee is doing it. What, are we stupid? No, we're not. No, this is happening, but they have to, because of the integrity of the league, and you can't have people going, hey, this is the National Hockey League. Like, can you believe this crap's happening? And you you saw the tweets afterwards. They had to do something. And don't, don't worry. They're, Tim Peel's probably sitting on a couch somewhere with somebody from the NHL office. You know, they're getting ready for a liquid lunch in a couple hours. No,
0: don't well, worry about the, it. The funny thing is I'm listening to you, and it's making me think, you know, like the big picture. I think when I was nine, I fleeced my best friend of all his baseball cards with matchies and flippies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You double no yeah. or nothing?
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I, I want to hear what kind of life I was living, right, Brian, knowing my bad luck. Like when I was a kid, I needed money in some neighborhood like adult, like fleece me for all my rookie cards. I think I had like a Gretzky in there, a couple like Joma, like I had football cards and hockey cards and stuff. If I ever see this guy now, he's in big trouble. Like he's, I'm going to, you don't rip off children. That's uh, that's tip number one. This guy's cars, his tires will get slashed. That's minimum. But let's put it this way. So we, we both We both agree on this. It had to be done, even though we know Peel's not a, not the devil people will make him out to be.
0: Just a fun old gambling story. I, I, geez, I don't know, Cam, maybe fifth, sixth grade. My brother moved to Buffalo from Pennsylvania. I, he's 11 years older than me. So he he, he hadn't been up there long. So I, I was probably about 15, 14, 15, eh, I don't know, whatever, 14 years old. And the Bills are playing the Eagles. And I'm in Northeastern. I'm a You know, I'm going to the game. I'm a Bills fan. Everybody there is an Eagles fan. I had a $5 bet with the entire class. Nice. Okay, yeah. Well, it was nice, except it's a famous NFL film shot. Uh, This is the O.J. Simpson days. And and the the Eagles drove down, and Tom Dempsey's got a chip shot, and it's a famous shot. He's lining up. It's it's like a 30-yarder. And I say to my brother at the game, I go, Can I borrow $100? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I gotta pay everybody in my and he missed the kick. And it's awesome! A, it's a famous NFL film shot where he just reared his head back and you know hit his hand, uh, hit his ha- hands on his helmet and you know like, yeesh. yeah, man, we were doing this since we were little.
1: Yeah, no, and I went to a Seahawks game. I remember they needed a win to make the playoffs. They're playing uh, Detroit. So I go down to Detroit. There's nobody there. <laughs> it was still hilarious. Like Detroit Detroit was there. I'm hanging out with, like, Howard Ballard from the Bills' family. Like, it was funny. They had, like, remember Nate Odom? Seattle picked them up, but he didn't play because yep. he got hurt, hurt in a basketball game and Howard Ballard. So I'm sitting with, like, the Seahawks families, the John house. Freeze and everybody. Yeah, the, I love the house. Uh, and, and Seattle played great, like, the whole game. Meyer gets hurt. John Freeze comes in. He's fine. And then at the end, Todd Peterson, the guy's one of the best kickers in the league. They're like, hey, it's a chip shot for the Seahawks. Think, Brian, the thing goes straight. Like everyone leaves the the Silver Dome. People don't know, and the the ball went. Woo! It just did like a ninety degree turn. And then Chris Berman's on game goes, wow, you ever been in that wind tunnel in the Silver Dome? Like it is it is that much of a vacuum? Like I'm just watching the ball going. That kick was dead straight. It just, went, just pushed it out there. But yeah, anyway, we were gambling on the, all these games too. <laughs> hey
0: after there's a there was a documentary I was a, I was on the field I was in the other end zone Super Bowl 25 when Norwood missed the kick oh, I, I was the first one to interview Norwood Poor guy. after the game but I still feel bad but, for him but so literally there's this big documentary they finally did 25 years later I had never heard of this and the guy was half crazy but it was true because remember the desert storm was going on the war and the yeah, west Houston true. there was this in, unbelievable helicopter this massive gunship that was circling the field the whole game oh my god the security was us no this thing was huge and it was going right around the rim of the stadium the whole time right and in this document and kenny davis said this and 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 i'm like he believed nor was the kick of his life that thing was good his range was like he he could get it there from 50 it was a 40 what seven yard kick that thing was good, good distance wise from 60 plus he nailed it right and and Kenny Davis said I'll go to my grave believing this he said that helicopter warship was in the left corner of the end zone and <laughs> Norwood played at the hook in the wind from the helicopter the ball stayed
1: straight you know what nothing would nothing would shock me and the funny thing is people will think you're an idiot but I was there Brian and I saw it and I went out of that tunnel at the end of the game I literally was like I was a big guy like even when I was like Twenty or twenty-one when I went to that game, like it was like it was so powerful. It was like the biggest vacuum in the world. So you don't think you can move a football in the air? Give me a break. I'm with <laughs> you, buddy. Hey, I'm on Scott Norwood's side. Like, imagine that. That's that's the horrible thing about sports, right? This the game guy's whole life. Him,
0: it was on the Bills. Office. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it was. It Can't was. It
1: and, and Gabe. Game talk. Game on the network. Talked to. Thurman Thomas about, and he's still mad at Jim Kelly because all Kelly, they need was a couple more yards,
0: uh, right? A they they blew the drive. They had to get close. Yes, but the entire game, he was Kelly, Marcha Broda. The offensive coordinator, Kelly called the plays. Belichick baited Kelly. They all say that that Parcells outcoached Levy. It was Belichick outcoached Kelly. They mm-hmm. were playing a dime defense, and Kelly kept throwing into the dime defense, and the wide receivers were getting killed. And in the second half, they got him at halftime, said, Hey, Bozo, run the ball. And Thermos Thomas got like a hundred and Twenty yeah. yards in a second. He if he'd have run the ball, if he just took whatever they gave them, the bills. Exactly, kill Brian
1: Thurman Thomas. I know he owns health clubs and he's a big pillar in the community still, which I respect. Most people, you know, guy plays at Oklahoma State. He stays in Buffalo, which I have so much respect for. You could tell, like no Mar- 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 he had it on his show. Like he's still mad at a couple like guys there. Like I, I don't know the whole, like the whole interview. I just saw uh, parts of it, but you you and him are absolutely right. That's what they talked about. All they had to do was feed him, and that kick's made. But anyway. Hey, what's done is done. I've heartbreaking losses everywhere, buddy. That Pittsburgh Steelers game, like, versus the Seahawks, I'm glad well, I got, you got one, one Super Bowl in my life. That was the biggest screw job going. Like, I remember how much money I lost in that game. Like, I was crying at the end well, of that game, well, the, walking home killer, in the snow. It was a nightmare.
0: Well, we got to get back to the hockey. But I, the, I know, people no, people like no, the stories. No, no, know, but no, you know, what the, though? the killer one in that game, wasn't it yeah.
1: uh, Offensive was pass it, interference no, on a Daryl no, Jackson no, touchdown. Wasn't there, wasn't that
0: there, wasn't – Wasn't there a punt <laughs> return? A yeah. big punt return. It was a phantom holding call. Did yeah, they, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seattle's getting back in the game. They, and they take it to the one yard line. Take it all the way back. They had another huge play. They they're, they're inside the red zone. Take it all back. That game was rigged. And the referee even said it was like Jerome Bettis farewell night. I will say this: the referee. It got down as like top five screw jobs of all time on some Sports <laughs> Illustrated list, and it's true. That game was ridiculous. And I'm not just saying that as a Seahawks fan. But let's talk hockey. And Brian, we agree on one thing. Peel's going to be okay. He's getting a severance package. It has to be done, though. More people are betting this sport, so it's the right thing to do. They had to do it. They can't have a Tim Donaghy situation.
0: All right, to the hockey. Let me just real quick. Let me just. Yeah. Say let me say this: We're going through all these motions, and it's a get to the playoffs, Cam. It's there's a great four game set that starts tonight. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry. Pardon me. Two game set. Yeah, Vegas and Colorado. Oh, best. Now, this this is where. You know, the likely collision course comes in the playoffs. But this cycling through the division thing, as great as we thought it would be... It's not. It's boring.
1: It is. Um, The season started off with such great, uh, you know, uh, vibes. I remember me and you when we first started, like, all the gambling shows we did out of the gate. Like, picks came easy. It was fun. It was great. Um, I was loving it, Brian. And now, I got to be honest with you, it's really messing with my head. Like, do I take... The Kings in a bounce back game against San Jose. Do I take San Jose? Like, it's one of those things. It's not like you're used to gambling and you have little angles and little things that you do and eye tests. It's hard this year. Teams are playing each other four friggin' times. Like, I don't even know what to think anymore. It's tough. Bring on the playoffs, buddy.
0: I can't wait. And speaking of the playoffs, you and I are both believers in the Carolina Hurricanes. We are. If, If they can do it, I, 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 so be it. God bless them. But I will tell you this, this Tampa Bay team, Cam, five, 5- they're, unstop, they're unstoppable, 24, six and two yeah. and Kucherov, the league MVP isn't even there and he's about to come back. How good are they?
1: Nah, And the, we talked about it and you know, I, I made a case for flurry and you watch Vasilevsky more and more and more. It's like, even when McElhaney starts, it's like this team just plays a perfect game. And Brian, I hate to say it, like their losses or other things, like it's just when they don't try. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've watched a couple of games this year, like Tampa Bay is too good. Like, and, and they get a lot of breaks too. Like I remember that Florida game. It's like, that's what I always said about the refereeing. And I talked to Gabe about that on our show. I'm like, they talk about even up calls. Why don't you give Buffalo a call against Pittsburgh when Darlene's face is getting carved up with a high I, stick? They, They're uh, the team that needs it. Right.
0: I, Am I right? It, honestly, <laughs> it, It's so funny because the refereeing thing is a thing. I was flipping back. Pisses me off. I can't watch. I can't. Watch. I mean, I do. I flip. Back I bet on them. Plus I'm, I'm, one and a half. But, again. But not, I can't stop. I mean, their season's been over for so. It's so oh, sad. Now, yeah. But, but that I, I don't sit and watch every play. Like, I usually tape it and then scan. I don't even tape it now. I just check in once in a while. And yeah. I, I missed the Darlene thing. I saw the end result. And then I saw a replay of it. And I just sat there and I said, it's crap. And I'm going, you know what? It's a Tim Peel thing that sucks because if that's a team that's in the playoff hunt, they're getting that call. Exactly. There, there uh, are nobody, but there that's, are, but that's there the issue that I
1: have, Brian. That's the, it's, it's actually opposite. And this is the point that I want to make the Buffalo Sabres are last place in the league. If you're going to give anybody a call, it's them. Screw what Pittsburgh does. It's a, it's got nothing to do with it. These guys are last place and you can't even give them a chance to win a game. People are betting on these games and the thing is, I don't care if you're last. That's the whole problem. If I was a referee, I'd be going, "Wow, some guy in Pittsburgh, Lafferty, just carved his face off. He's got, a, he's got tissue up his nose, and there wasn't even a penalty on the damn play. Buffalo gets screwed enough, and now they're getting screwed by like the referee. Like They already have a bad team. Like, that's the whole issue that I have. The team's yeah. like, you, the game needs to be called fair so a bad team can win. Don't help the good team against the bad team. It's opposite world, buddy.
0: Bingo. Give me me your read here this week, an update on the North. What was a runaway is now a track meet with Toronto, Winnipeg, and Edmonton tied atop the North. Here's
1: the problem. Calgary's basically shot themselves in the foot. These guys lose two games to Ottawa. What a joke. Gustafson stands on his head for Ottawa, and this is the team. Like, everyone was laughing beating these guys. The Toronto Maple Leafs, these guys have huge games coming. and I'm going to tell you something, Brian. Guys – when Jack Campbell starts, just bet on him. It's kind of like at the blackjack table, Brian. You know, I won. I hit a blackjack. I'm putting more out there. He's got back-to-back shutouts. And I hate to say this, he's better than Frederick Anderson. The team yeah. likes him better than Frederick Anderson, and he is on a heater. They call him the nicest guy in the league. Everyone loves him. I know it's not going to be perfect. It's a honeymoon for a while. But when when Campbell plays for the Leafs, you, you take the under, and you probably take the Leafs. Brian, he's been fantastic. He's standing on his head. As for Edmonton, they figured it out. And the one thing is if Mike Smith starts for them instead of Koskinen, they're always a bet and a, and a great team to come from behind. Vancouver's basically toast. They got too many injuries. Winnipeg took them out to the woodshed. And if the Jets would make another move, they already have the goaltending, right? If they can get another defenseman, like I think the Jets are starting – they're playing good hockey right now. We left these guys for dead. But I'm telling you, man, no, the North Calgary, this was just a bad, bad week for the Calgary Flames. You can't lose to Ottawa in back-to-back games like that.
0: Dig on. Real quick, there's a race, you know, the game within the game kind of thing. Tampa Bay, Carolina, Florida. They're in. You've got Chicago, two-point lead over Columbus, four-point lead over Nashville, and say something got, crazy. They got a seven point lead over <laughs> Dallas, who has yep. four games in hand. There are four teams fighting for one spot. That's what's going on in that central division.
1: I would say Dallas because of the games, but they're disappointing. They also have another game with Tampa Bay. Brian, you're, UC Soros has become a wall the last few games. And the thing is, it's a shortened season. If he can ride this out for another, like, week or two where he's just on a heater, 54 saves against Florida, he stood on his head against Detroit in the Tim Peel game, I'm telling you, Nashville's starting to figure it out. They're not even that good of a team. It's just Soros, he's so streaky, and you've seen it with goaltending. Watch out for the Nashville Predators. They're starting to figure it out, and games are going under. They're winning three to nothing games, two to one games, three to two games. They're getting great goaltending.
0: All right, and the other thing I would say, then I'll look this up if I can, real quick. We'll uh, wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, okay. yeah. I got.
1: We got a text from our overlord too. Yeah, we got some. <laughs> <for the game. laughs> I just love the. I know. I, uh-huh. I love. I love how everybody else controls our lives, other than us. It's a, it's great. As a, as a guy over forty five here, it's just it's a great feeling. Not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to I I'm idiots people I'm are just like these guys no, <laughs> okay. our
1: yeah, okay. don't worry, we'll be at the meeting. Thanks.
0: <laughs> okay, here. Let me just yeah. throw this at you. Yeah. I don't think they can win the cup. I mean, I, I mean, can they? Yeah. But how the futures fluctuate at the moment, you know, the Bruins hit a patch where they're bad, you know. Okay. Bruins
1: aren't going. I don't think they okay,
0: but, but but I guess here's my point though. You're always when you're betting you want to shop for numbers. You want to get the best of the numbers. Yeah. I'm just saying, as of today, the Bruins hit a bad patch and injuries and blah, blah, blah. And they're in fourth place. And people are the Bruins. Oh, they, they're, they're in danger of making the playoffs. Listen, here's the deal they're 16, 8, and 4. They have seven games remaining with the Sabres. And because they're in a current ugly patch and where they sit in the standings, their future is, goes from like 6 to 1 up to 10 to 1 to win the cup. They get seven games left with Buffalo. That's you. It's time. It's, I always say this as much as when it's who you bet, every bit as important as when you bet.
1: I couldn't agree more. And that's the thing. you got to look at the schedule. you got to look ahead. Buffalo, they're going to be giving away free points. I'll tell you one thing, though. One team is going to get screwed when they play Buffalo and Hallmark comes well, back. They're gonna put, back. They're, yeah, I know what they're going to do. They're going to put together, after a win, they're going to put together, like, a couple good games. And some team that takes Buffalo lightly is probably going to miss the playoffs because you of can it. Laugh. Don't you sleep would. on these guys. And I,
0: I know you won't laugh at this. I don't you, laugh. But they, they're in the midst of a 15-game winning streak, and olmark has been out. If Omar, losing losing streak, if, losing streak, if, if a fifteen game losing streak. If yep. Olmark is playing in those games, Cam, yeah, they're probably like, I'll, I'll tell you, five hundred. They're probably a five hundred team. If I think Olmark they at least win. The
1: they at least win four or five of those games. Five. The Rangers okay. game, like yeah, like I'm, I've watched Devil. every Saber game, the Devils game too. Horrible goaltending, and that hey, that Tarkovsky kid, he tried. But another thing is, guys, he's a young goaltender calling up. Defenseman, no communication. Like, what the hell are these guys doing? Hey, Granado, I know it's tough with the Sabres right now, but it's kind of like a job. I know you're tired. You want a vacation. But show up. Do your thing. Get ready, Buffalo. Don't quit. You Make know, somebody's I, life miserable You know and what? us some money.
0: Honestly, though, and I'll give you one last thing. Forget the Sabres, but I I, I watch this. Well, I still don't know what the hell is a taxi squad. And, you know, they're going nowhere fast. You sit Ocposo for six million. That sit. guy sucks. No, you play the rooster line. They. I agree. Play your prospects now. Get them some games. I don't understand. What is a taxi squad, Cam? And you get these teams that shut down. I thought you had a taxi squad so yep. you could keep going.
1: Exactly. Well, the NBA, even though it's been a train wreck this season, worse than uh, hockey, they still have guys. When guys are out, they play the games. I don't understand what the hell is going on. You're right, Brian. It's great point by you again. That's why they have these things. And Buffalo couldn't agree more. You guys are done. Your season's over. What the hell's the point of playing Kyle Pozo, watching him get beat again and trying to back check? Guys guy's got foot speed like me now, and I've had 30 friggin' beers. I don't know he, what that guy's doing. Like he is, I, I watch the Sabres play, and I got to be honest with you, I know people like Hall. He's, he's, he's been horrible. Uh, the whole team, it's just, and I feel sorry for the goaltenders. They got another one getting called up. He's going to get shelled again, too. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
0: Just, the one thing I would say, uh, Akposo's photogenic because he's on the, he was got to be on the cover of 20 other teams' media guide, you know, chasing <laughs> some guy with his hands up.
1: Exactly. Man, what, a, what, a, like that guy, he used to be one of like a player I loved. He's just, uh-huh. he's got no game anymore. He's, you know what he is, Brian? He's a fighter that's been in too many fights. It's time to hang him up. You All know, he right. had a pretty decent, decent couple of years, but. The party's over
0: all right listen here's the deal we do the light the lamp show saturday night at midnight andrew torres jones joins us sports good radio network series channel 204 try to give you a little update each week as we're the, the last thing i'll say to you my friend yep you watch how fast this ends it seems like it's dragging we're inside like 20 games to go you watch you watch this now this is going to be a, an insane month and it's going to be over fast
1: yeah, there's going to be some rude awakenings for some people we know and some teams, Brian. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Don't and I'll tell you another thing. Oh Don't Lord up on those Sabers when you need to make the playoff spot. Old Allmark might catch you. That'll be fun, and I hope I'm batting them. Hey, Brian, I just want to clip the Sabres when they're, like, plus 350 and make me feel good about myself.
0: That's there all. You well, you're going on the "their are due theory. Yeah, I guess. All right, hey, listen, you can listen to me on Sportsbook Radio, 2 to 4 Eastern weekdays. Cammie's all over the map, does great stuff with Gabe Morency. We're thrilled to be with you on the Sports Grid Radio Network, and we're glad you joined us today on Light the Lamp.